0: Shut up, and sit down. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Episode 32 of No One Asked Us. I'm Craig Jote. That is Logan Lee. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. Follow us on all our social media channels. I am at Craig W Choate on Twitter. He is at the Logan Lee. Uh, I am the same on Instagram. He's the Logan Lee ninety one on Instagram. Uh, we got our show Twitter at No One Asked Us Pod. We have a YouTube channel, uh, Apple, Spotify, all the places you get your good podcast. Thank you for listening and uh, like, share, like, subscribe, and share our episode, Logan. um... I won't, I won't forget there are chapters in the descriptions. (laughs) Uh, We do tend to go a little bit longer than normal podcasts. We try to, we wanted to keep episodes under an hour, but that has not happened except for maybe twice. Uh, So I was looking back at it
1: the other day. Yeah. I think it's like twice.
0: Yeah. We like to ramble. So for those that don't want to listen to all the ramblings about football or anything that you, don't really care about there are chapters in the descriptions you can fast forward to that timestamp. it'll take you right to whatever you want to listen to we just appreciate you listening however you're listening and for however long you are listening um we'll get to moment of the week here in a little bit but uh, let's just recap the weekend first we used to do this all the time but I've kind of moved away from it jumped right into moment of the week but uh it's almost six o'clock eastern time uh how was your weekend Uh, Logan on a Monday here, six o'clock Eastern on a Monday.
1: How was your Uh, weekend? It was good. Didn't go anywhere this weekend. Um, Just hung around here. Um, Stayed up way too late, way too late watching football on Friday night Um, with, you know, we'll talk about that. Uh, Unfortunately, that didn't go as I thought maybe it might. Um, So yeah, uh, not much, just kind of some football and some hanging around in the house and, doing some stuff around here so how about you anything productive on your end
0: so I was in Champaign Friday night yes I had to wor- that's right I had to work um I had to work back on campus in Champaign so I was in town already for work um and so I stayed for the game uh, it was a late night for me in central time so <laughs> on eastern time it was uh even a lot a lot later which those late yeah. kickoffs man I am not looking forward to those um
1: yep. at least it was on a Friday it wasn't Friday. That,
0: yeah, that's right. So um, so obviously stayed in Champagne Friday night, woke up really early Saturday because in my mind, I was like, all right, if I wake up early enough Saturday, I can drive the three and a half hours back to Louisville and be back home in time for the noon kicks and watch a full day of football once I get back. So I woke up at seven Champagne time and I was like, OK, perfect timing. I'll be back home like right at noon if I leave right now. So I left, got home at. 11 50 11 40 and I was asleep at 12 20 and I slept, through, I slept through the whole first half of that first window of games so you I know, missed
1: like everything you know what would have helped had you gotten it, your chick-fil-a on Saturday oh morning before man. you left champagne oh
0: <laughs> so that's been that's been one of my complaints um Any weekend trip that I take, if I would go see friends in St. Louis or go to Chicago to Chrissy's parents, you know, it was a Friday night, Saturday night trip and then leave Sunday to get back to Champagne. And Chick-fil-A was always closed. So on every road trip, Chick-fil-A was closed on Sunday. So I was like, oh, it's Saturday. I'm going back on Saturday. I can get breakfast in champagne at Chick-fil-A for my drive. Chick-fil-A and Champagne has recently closed their breakfast. They open at 1030 in the morning. Because no one wants to work, which is happening across the country. But I did not know that. So I was very upset. Very upset. Oh man, I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. So yeah. You, so I did I slept you through replace it with any did you replace no,
1: with anything for your breakfast?
0: Um, or I had picked up some um some of the hostess chocolate donuts on Friday mm-hmm. on my way in for breakfast. That I only ate one pack of the two that I got. So I I did stop at McDonald's just for a tea. Uh, I didn't want McDonald's breakfast, but I I got a sweet tea from McDonald's for the drive, and I finished off those donuts for for the drive.
1: And then you went home and fell
0: asleep. Went home and fell asleep. I missed the whole – I woke up, it was like halfway through the third quarter of the Indiana-Cincinnati game. I was like, all right, at least least I get to see the end. But I was like, I should have just got a normal round of sleep (laughs) and champagne and then listened to the game on the radio as I was driving back. But – um, and then Saturday night, um, Louisville basketball had their, um, I guess it's taken the place of Midnight Madness. You know how everyone used to do a Midnight
1: Madness? Used to love Midnight Madness. Yeah.
0: Um, so they had an event, like it was called Louisville Live Horses and Hoops or something like that, Downs After Dark. So they put a, a half court uh, basketball court in the middle of uh, Churchill Downs Gate just like the main entrance, just right in the middle there. Um, And they had like, they introduced their women's team and they did a skills competition and three-point contest. Then they honored the 1986 national championship team. Um, I think the one that still has the banner didn't have to take that banner down. Um, I think, as far as I know, I don't know. Um, And then the men's team did some introductions, three-point contest and dunk contest all while horse races are going on in the track. Um, So Intention was to watch a lot of the basketball stuff, um, but we lucked into some pretty good, a pretty good deal for the horse racing. We had a box with food and drinks and, and all that stuff away from the the basketball area. So um, I caught maybe five ten minutes of the three point contest for the men's. Watched the rest on a screen in our in our. Um, it wasn't really a suite. It was like a, it was a big area. It was like a reception hall area. Um, Where we were, but I watched the rest of it uh, on the screen and watched some races, and uh, it it was a really cool setup. But it was just general admission down in the um, down near the paddock, and there was a ton of people there. So um, it was a cool event, but didn't get a whole lot of basketball in it. We just watched a lot of races and ate and visited, and um, overall pretty good night. Churchill Downs is fun. I'm I'm gonna be there a lot, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it. I haven't been there. I, I we drove past it when i was younger when we were visiting down there but um, definitely never experienced it but it's yeah. it's certainly certainly on the list of of things to to get to so maybe i'll have to crash your party sometime and uh we'll in, enjoy some of that uh because i i'd like to experience that a little bit
0: yeah um i don't know about the derby the derby might be a little crazy there but I would foresee I would at least be down there for it. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're taking reservations at the house. Oh, great. Um, might might put your name on the waiting list now because oh. might be a long waiting list. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, let's get into it. We got um, football to recap and preview, uh, give our picks, and our rankings, um, and then a, a lot of TV talk this week I want to get to at the end. Uh, I don't know how much Logan – looked at the rundown that i've thrown in but a lot I, of TV I saw stuff.
1: it i saw it. i don't really know where you're going with that um <laughs> so i'm i'm intrigued to see what you all have or what you have in mind uh what's been going on in your life because i because i had no idea
0: all i wrote down was
1: tv week that's, yeah. that's all I wrote. I guess so. I guess Craig's been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> Maybe uh, he wants and then, to talk about it.
0: There is also a men's basketball note in here that we will get to after we finish our football talk. But as we do with the show now, we're going to start with moment of the week. Logan, what stood out to you last week um, in the sports world, entertainment world, uh, political world, any, anything? What stood out to you?
1: I hadn't really thought about it at all up until we before we started recording. <laughs> Um, the first thing that comes to my mind, and it's not something that I've talked about a lot the last few weeks. Um, and I know I don't, it's not on the rundown. You may or may not want to talk about some of this stuff a little later. I don't know. Um, but, uh, the world of baseball, um, the one bright spot of the Cubs, I guess there's a couple of them, the emergence of some 30 year old players, but Patrick wisdom, Patrick wisdom, former Cardinal farmhand, Former former Mariner farmhand uh, finally making his season long debut this year for the Cubs set the Cubs rookie home run record the other day at 27 passing Chris Bryant um, who previously held the record. Um, I mean, it's, it's incredible. There's not much good that's come out of the Cubs baseball season. I haven't really watched hardly any Cubs baseball since the trade deadline. Um, I've talked about that already once before on the show. Um, But at least there's a bright spot coming out of the season. I have no idea if this can be replicated for seasons to come out of Patrick wisdom. Um, He's not alone. I mean, Frank, Frank Schwindel um, is, is having a similar season. Granted he was added later in the year. Um, I mean, he's only been up for half the season and he's already also in the rookie of the year conversation. I mean, he won't get it. I think, I mean, I think, um, what's his face from Cincinnati oh, yeah. is probably the, yeah. Jonathan India is the front runner, but I mean, wisdom certainly in the conversation and Schwindel's really put himself in there too, Granted, yeah. he has, he's really only played half the season. So, uh, Schwindel's I helped mean, yeah.
0: me, uh, get to my fantasy baseball semifinals this week. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm happy for you. My fantasy baseball season was awful. Uh, football starting out a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been, that's been fun to at least, you know, see and hear people talk about and everything, Um, we'll see what that, what that leads to, but, uh, for lack of coming up with anything else, um, ahead of time, I'm going to go with Patrick wisdom and the Cubs rookie home run leader. Yeah. That's my moment of the week. I think it's a good one.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, wisdom was a guy when he was with the Cardinals that I thought had some potential and I was kind of upset to see him go, although he didn't really do a whole lot. So uh, I wasn't too upset, but I wasn't happy either. He was a guy that I would have liked for the Cardinals to keep. Um, I had two, kind of bouncing around in my head. One of them I'll just mention real quickly. It it was just awesome watching all the football this weekend. There was there was really good football. Um, yeah. The and, and but specifically, no, yeah, I'm I'm more so yesterday. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, NFL. There was it was the afternoon window. What game one? Oh, the Cowboys Chargers hit the game winning field goal, and then like 30 seconds later, the Vikings missed their game winning field goal like in a span of of minutes and I was like this is awesome <laughs> so um that was one but I'm going to go a different direction um same sport that you mentioned I figured. have you looked at the wild card standings
1: <laughs> <laughs> I figured I figured the this is Saint where we were
0: Cardinals are three games up in the wild card after sweeping the or sweeping the Mets for three in New York, and then sweeping the Padres for three over the weekend in St. Louis, eight-game winning streak or nine—I think they—they've won nine out of ten, um, but they've won eight in a row to give them a, a three-game cushion in the wild card. It's unbelievable. I don't want to talk too much about that because that's not necessarily my mom, my moment of the week. I just wanted to mention that. Um, the Cardinals had their 2011 World Series champion reunion this weekend in St. Louis, um, which I believe was Saturday. So I was at Churchill and I didn't get to see anything live. I just watched the videos after the fact. Uh, most of the team was back. Obviously the players that are still playing on other teams weren't like Albert. Um, he wasn't there, but um, Skip Schumacher is like the bench coach for the Padres who they were playing. So he was there. Um just uh, Lance Berkman. I saw videos of him, David freeze, of course, the hero was there. Um, And I thought it was really cool. They had the first pitches, Chris Carpenter and David freeze throughout first pitches to Jack Flaherty and Nolan Arenado. Like, and I think the, the in-house PA guy said like the handing of the torch from those guys to the new guys. So um, I forgot who it might've been our buddy, Matt Vanderbilt tweeted something or no. Chris Slaby posted something, uh, a couple of SIU name drops here again, like we do every week. Chris Slaby posted something about it and um, Matt Vanderbilt replied. He said, you know, what a team that was, what a ride that was. And Vandy replied, uh, very similar to what's happening now. And I was like, I don't know about that because I think the uh, the other teams are a lot better this year than the teams in 2011 so it was cool to see Uh, I can't believe it's been 10 years honestly Um, that team really wasn't very good I didn't think but you just got to get hot at the right time they were better than the 06 team though I'll say that
1: if I had a dollar for every time I heard 11 and 11 (laughs) I wouldn't have to work anymore like I could do this podcast and not have to worry about you know maybe one day making money off of it because I wouldn't need that money. Like living in Southern Illinois during 2011. Oh my God. I just, it was everywhere. Everybody was saying it. It was written on Facebook and Twitter all the time. I heard 11 and 11 so much. And I was so sick of it. Like it wasn't that I was, obviously I'm a Cubs fan. So I didn't want to see the Cardinals win. I wanted to see my Cardinals friends happy, but I just got so sick of hearing them say that. Well, just, I was just over it. So, and
0: then it extended because the whole next year, since they won eleven and twelve 11, and twelve, the whole next year was twelve, 12 and twelve. And 12. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now you're gonna get twelve and twenty-one. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that team. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think they were. They weren't. They weren't that good. Um, yeah. They just, as you said, they got they got lucky at the right time. Guys got hot at the right time um david freeze was never the player that he was during that postseason ever no before that or after that wasn't Mm -hmm. he was never a bad player but he was never that player again um i mean yeah good you know it was it was cool to see that i hadn't realized it'd been 10 years either um god we're old holy moly (laughs) I mean, I guess now it's already been a couple of years since I've had my 10-year class high school class reunion. Yeah. So, won't be I mean, long now before I
0: graduated from SIU 10 years ago. Twenty-one. Yeah, I graduated so I'm, from
1: SIU. I'm only a couple of years away from that. So, uh yeah, I guess so. Um kudos to them. Um I mean, you 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 mentioned it. there. the current team is I I don't know what's going on. Um mm-hmm. I I cannot what's going on with the Padres to me is unfathomable um but then again i don't think anybody really expected the giants to running out be running away with the division so yeah. Yeah. you know baseball is not exactly always predictable um so but still i just i think i'm just shocked by the padres i mean i think that's the biggest that's the bigger story to me um i mean yeah at the deadline i mean you were really confused about what the cardinals are doing you know why why are the cardinals adding j.a hap and john lester um I mean, they I guess they made the right choice because yeah, they've been they've, okay. They've certainly they've certainly helped, and they're, yeah. they're c- clearly making a run at this. I mean, the Reds have kind of fallen off a little bit. I haven't even looked at the standings the last few days to know specifically where teams are. But hey, man, good for, good for you, good for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it blows my mind. But you know, if they can do it, more power to them.
0: Yeah, I I held off talking about him or tweeting about him when they were making a lot the of first, people have the first run. Because a lot like, of people All right, have. I, I'm it, It's a good thing. I'm not going to say anything. But now that they've they're three games up, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is getting real now. Like yeah. I'm going to start getting invested. Um, they're three games up. I think on the Reds and the Phillies, the Do- or the not the Dodgers, the Padres. I think are a half game behind them, and the Mets are like seven back. So the Mets are done. So I think the Phillies are the team that the Cardinals are going to have to hold off based on schedule. But it might be the Reds. I think the Reds play the Pirates a lot. The Phillies play the Nationals a lot, and then the Cardinals have seven with the Brewers and six with the Cubs to finish the year. So you so, need to win five against
1: the Cubs. <laughs> um, you probably will. First off, second, and I'm I'm just now pulling this up. So bear with me here for one second. I saw a stat the other day. Um, I heard it mentioned on a podcast, on a Cubs podcast, and then um i heard it i read it in an article in the athletic um do you know i'm going to ask you this now as my computer's trying do you know the muffin man the muffin man um do you know the last time the philadelphia phillies had a record over 500 Like, I mean, this is, like, this blows my mind because. Because they, you're
0: asking this, I would say. Oh, 2012.
1: 2011.
0: 2011. That's I mean, this
1: what I is meant. Team, That's what I meant. Yeah. Because the Cardinals was, beat them. The Cardinals beat
0: them in yeah. the DS.
1: Yes. Correct. Ever since then, they have hovered around 500 or below. Well, the, a couple
0: of years ago, they had the number one overall pick. They took that yeah. high schooler that hasn't done anything. I just
1: – I just, it kind of blows my mind. I just – I yeah. don't really think of them. I mean, this is a team now that in the last few years has brought in Bryce Harper and JT Realmuto, and they brought in J- Andrew McCutcheon. And Zach Wheeler. Like, I just – Zach Wheeler. Like, I just – that shocked me when I heard yeah. that. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have it's guessed. It's been 10 years.
0: I wouldn't have guessed that except for the fact that you were asking me. So I was like, yeah. all right, it has to have been a long time. But, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, right now they're three games above 500. So it's, it's likely that they will this year. Um, but yeah, they were 81 and 81 in 2019. They were 81 and 81 in 2012. Um, but yeah, 2011, they were 102 and 60 had a great record wow. uh, that year, but they have not been over 500 since then. So just, just an interesting Crazy. note. Anyway, um, that's, that's the baseball talk. Um yeah. happy for, um, happy for you and happy for your Cardinals and, you know, maybe you or my dad will be happy with your team making the postseason. I don't know.
0: Well, or yeah. maybe neither of you. Maybe or it'll either, be Curtis yeah. or yeah.
1: whoever. So do we have any Phillies f- fans, friends? I uh, so. I'm probably, but I don't know who it would be. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. A
0: couple weeks left in the baseball season. Um, I'm holding out hope that the Cardinals get it, but then they're going to have to face the Dodgers or the, uh, yeah, they're going to have to face the Dodgers likely in a one game wild card, Max Scherzer. And I, their chances are less than ideal to get through that, but it would just be fun to make the playoffs after all the bitching And I did and everyone yeah. did around the trade deadline, yeah. but.
1: Um, we didn't talk about your, your Friday with, with Regis Ben.
0: Oh yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. That I forgot. That was going to be my, one of my moments of the week. So Friday I was uh, on campus for work and I, um walked from geese down to green street to get some lunch. And, um, I ordered it mobily on my phone as I was walking. So I was at noodles 10 minutes before my order was supposed to be ready. So I was like, I'll just stop in game day and see if there's anything, anything that catches my eye. And I walk in and I see, um, his name's Brian Bradkey. He's, um, he's an alum who does a lot with like uh, when I was in Arizona, he was in charge of the Phoenix Illini club kind of organized get togethers in Arizona for other uh, fellow Illini alums to watch the games. We watched the Michigan state football game with, uh, with that group um, when they um, came back to beat Michigan state in 2019 um, to go to the bowl game. Um, So I watched that game with him and we've kind of stayed in touch and, and text every once in a while. And I walk in and I see him. I'm like, what, what the heck are you doing? I look to my right and I'm like, Holy cow, that's, Reg- that's a really a spin. That's Regis' ben. Um, They were there together. Uh, Regis was in town. First, he said it was the first time he's been to campus since 2012. Um, obviously, he had a, had a pro career, um, five-year pro career with Tampa Bay and Jacksonville. Um, still lives in the Jacksonville area. He runs a coffee shop, coffee house. Uh, Social House Coffee, I think, is the name of it um, in Jacksonville. So if you're ever in the Jacksonville area, look up Social House Coffee. Um, obviously first time meeting him first time uh, ever seeing him in person Uh, I don't know that I ever watched one of his games um, at Illinois in person Um, such a cool dude like I talked to him for 10 minutes him and Brian uh, both there was another guy there with us kind of bsing. asked him about Illinois asked him about Urban Meyer and Jacksonville Uh, just just I I talked to him like I would talk to you if I saw you in campus. Like I felt like I had known the guy for twenty years. It it was it was crazy. He's so down to earth, such a cool guy. Um, but yeah, I took a picture with him and, and tweeted that out. So yeah, um, Illini lose again, twenty to seventeen to Maryland on Friday night. I think the game ended like at twelve ten in the morning on Saturday Central Time, so one ten Eastern Time where Logan was. Yeah. um late night late 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 night, late night yeah um not surprised by the outcome uh actually pleasantly surprised by the performance um the defense i thought played really well we were talking about yeah. maryland last week they put up 63 points in week two um and i mean their their offense was their, is their calling card and illinois held them in check for three and a half quarters um completely took away pretty much everything talia tagavailoa wanted to do he wasn't Wasn't very accurate um, for the most part, but he was still getting his yards. Um, Just – just oh so close. You know, like everything was right there. Had – just kind of to recap the end, Illinois had the ball on Maryland's about 40-yard line, I think. Five minutes left in the game, up by seven, fourth and one. And Illinois decides to try to – they come out in punt formation – And then they bring all the gunners and the blockers in tight and Blake Hayes runs up to under center and they try to do the hard count to get Maryland to go off sides, to give them the first down that didn't work. So they take the delay of game, which makes it fourth and six. So then they punt, I think it's down like at the 14 or something. And then Maryland goes 84 yards, uh, 86 yards in like two minutes um, to tie the game. But Illinois gets the ball back has a chance. And the worst two minute drill I have ever seen in the history of professional college, high school, peewee football, just <laughs> absolutely terrible play calling, yeah. terrible execution. Uh, and, and that's, <laughs> that's, was kind of my last straw with Peters that night. Um, he, he, he's just too timid. He, he, he doesn't, the trigger he holds on to it and then he gets in trouble and throws it away or gets sacked or intentional grounding like he i think they called that last intentional grounding either here nor there um, i think eventually it was on the six it was like fourth and 32 illinois punts it only gets to about half about to midfield and then maryland takes it down to like the 20 and they kick a field goal as time expires to win it uh 20 to 17 so just it, it was just so close you know, Illinois controlled the game for three quarters. And I think that's, what's more disappointing because going in, I expected a loss, but I was expecting to see a 20 point loss, honestly. Yeah. So for it only to be three, I guess you walk away feeling not so bad, but then on the other hand, you feel really bad because all you got to do is get one yard and that game's pretty much sealed. Yeah. Is that where you're at?
1: Yeah. No, you literally took every single word out of my mouth. Um, I mean, that's, all right, that's we'll kind of, that's <laughs> It's kind of the exact way I feel about it. I mean, it's a, it's a game that obviously they could have had. And I don't think that really, we really expected that going into it. And uh, late into the Friday night, the September night, um, I thought they're going to pull this off and get themselves yeah. another big 10 win, um, which would have been nice. Cause I just don't know where they're going to get many of those um, throughout the rest of the season. So uh, yeah, came up short. Um, where, where are we at with Peters? Um uh are we is I, I mean are we I ready think, to move on? I mean is Art Sitkowski really the answer? Hey, so what, that was what, the where, argument where after the
0: game. I I feel like I was better on Twitter this week than I was I was so TSA. tired.
1: I was so tired, I wasn't even paying attention to your tweets. So I wasn't I
0: wasn't critiquing like I was at UTSA, I wasn't mad tweeting. Um, except for one where I said, fire Tony Peterson, bench Brandon Peters. I, I, one, the play calling was was terrible. On that drive where you punt, on that fourth and one from the 40, they ran three draw plays with Reggie Love because Chase Brown and um, Josh McRae left with injuries, who Josh McCray? I want to talk about is so good. Um, so the, the the play calling late game, Situation was just terrible, and I meant to look this up before. I'm going to look it up right now. Where was Isaiah Williams all night? He was on the field. I swear to you, he was on the field because I saw him. He runs. He goes in motion every single play. He touched the ball. Let me see here. He had no rushing attempts, and he had two catches for 47 yards, and I believe one was, was one late, maybe. I don't. I don't know. He touched the ball twice. He's your best player. He's he's a playmaker, and you get him the ball twice. So uh, play yeah. calling is just – it. I don't know if Peterson is in over his head or if he doesn't have the right uh, pieces or what, but um, play calling is an issue. As far as Peters goes, he was 10 for 26, I believe. Correct. Through the air, 10 for 26.
1: 185 yards, zero touchdowns, yards, one interception.
0: One interception. And Sikowski, the two games that he played, replacing well, I guess two and a half, because he replaced um, Peters in the first half. He was 12 for 15 against Nebraska, 22 for 42 against UTSA, 24 for 45 against UVA, Virginia. So better than 50% completion percentage. He's 56.9 on the year. Not terrible. Not terrible. Six touchdowns to one interception. So, looking at the numbers, that's an upgrade to me. And I know, I know this was Peter's first full game, but he was 10 for 26. He's inaccurate. He misses, he misses reads constantly. So, I sit in the balcony on the east side. And I'll see receivers – like, I'll kind of see the play develop. And Illinois has done the wheel route multiple times this year. Wheel route was consistently open. He doesn't, doesn't look that way. And I don't know if he's I – don't, I, I don't know the, the logistics behind it, but it, it's just Peters is – I think I said – did I say it on air last week? He's Mitchell Trubisky. You did not say that on air. Brandon Peters is Mitchell Trubisky in my opinion. You're a talking like
1: mobile. NFL version, Mitchell Trubisky.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause college yeah, Mitchell Trubisky was really good.
0: Yeah. NFL Mitchell Trubisky with the bears. He's that, that's my comp. He's, he's okay. If he's given time and the receivers are open, but if he's under any sort of pressure or if he has to make a decision, it's, it's disaster.
1: Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily say bench him now, but I mean, I, I wouldn't,
0: I know that's the issue. I wouldn't, it's only I been wouldn't
1: hesitate. I wouldn't hesitate too much longer, but yep. again, I don't really know what, how much longer you're playing for something here. Coaches did say on Monday that
0: uh, Peters is going to be the quarterback moving forward. He's the starter. Sikowski's is the backup. Um, I just think that at this point you got to have, you got to have art ready to go at the drop of the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would probably stick with Peters. I I think my, I said it, I tweeted it. I like with seven minutes left in the game, I said, put art in. I think it was more so just Brandon didn't look comfortable Friday night. I I still think he's probably the better quarterback overall. I just think he was having a bad game and he wasn't, he didn't look right. And it was his first game back from, we don't, they, they never said what his injury was, something with his shoulder. Obviously not a broken collarbone like I thought because um, he was back. But I just think he didn't look comfortable. So I think Art would have been better there. Um, I just think he, need, he needs to pull the trigger. And, and what I said to someone else about the fourth and one call is you're Illinois football. It's not like you're playing to, for a national championship or a Big Ten berth. Like You have nothing to lose by going for it there on fourth and one. No one expects you to win. So go for it on fourth and one. If you get it, you can at least milk two more minutes off the clock, maybe get in field goal range and make it a 10-point lead. If you don't get it, if Maryland goes down and scores, it's still tied and you get the ball back again anyways. So the game's not over. So that's kind of where I was. You're Illinois. You're not Alabama trying to preserve a college football playoff berth. Go win a game. That's where I'm at. Um, What was I going to talk about? Oh, Josh McCray, freshman running back
1: yeah
0: oh my gosh he has burst onto the scene um, Yeah, ran he for play he, he's such the perfect brett Bielmer running back like because when you think about his wisconsin running backs melvin gordon like six two two twenty uh yeah um that's true was, james white was kind of smaller who was the other one just a couple of, there was another one that he had that was really big uh, but anyways he McCray just looks bigger than everyone that's chasing him. Sands, yeah. not the defensive lineman, of course. But when he's carrying the ball, he just looks monstrous. He's 6'1", 240. Yeah. 240-pound 240 running back. And he took the ball around the edge and outran the defensive backs. He is, I mean, if he stays healthy and stays at Illinois, he is going to be a problem. For the big 10 and they got another guy coming in. I think Jordan Anderson, their commit from, um, is he from Joliet? Maybe he's from Chicago area. Jordan Anderson's running back. Pretty sure he's a big body too. Might not be as big as McCray, but man, I, I love it. I yeah. love it. If you can't tell, I'm excited about Josh McCray and Chase Brown. He got a couple more years to chase Brown too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I like the, you know, the running back by committee thing. I mean, they they have plenty of options. Um, McCray he's good, and as you said, I mean he's he's the right guy for for what Bealma likes. Um, we'll have to see if we can get more of that, but I mean it's it's a pretty solid group they have going right now. Um, You know the offense really doesn't worry me that much if they can get some consistency from under center. I mean uh, yeah, I mean I think they have they have the talent on the ends, they have the talent in the backfield, um, the defense still questionable at times they looked a little better this week um Mm -hmm. but i don't know if they can continue to make strides we'll have to see what happens um you know i I don't necessarily know that there's a ton of big 10 wins out there but there are some winnable games so um if they can if they can make some strides and figure some things out you know who knows i mean they might they might end up with a few big 10 wins um they already already got one under their belt so i had
0: it all I, i know i talk about twitter a ton but it's like all i do with my life Um, you have a Twitter account? I had a tweet. I didn't have it typed, but I had it drafted in my head because I looked it up during the game when Illinois was up seven with five minutes left. I looked it up. Bielema had not lost a Big Ten game since November 24th of 2012. So if they would have started 2-0, I would have been like, Brett Bielema has not lost a Big Ten game since November 24th, 2012. He owns the Big Ten. (laughs) He would have been 2-0 and oh in the conference, but um, McCray had eight carries for 60 yards. He also had one catch for 40 yards. That touchdown run was for 38. He did leave the game with an injury. Chase Brown left the game with an, with an injury. Um, someone else. Oh, Doug Kramer did not play. Starting center did not play Friday. Bielema said on Monday he expects all of them to be available, as well as Keith Randolph on the defensive line, which is a help for this week um against Purdue so we'll move on to that one uh Purdue uh I think I saw it's an afternoon game I think it's 2 30 central I think yeah that I think it's it
1: sounds right yes 2 30 central time
0: 3 30 eastern time game uh, on Big Ten Network on Saturday the battle for the cannon uh Purdue lost to Notre Dame on Saturday uh I think should I go down three. for this Twenty-seven thirteen. um how far is the drive
1: like an hour and a half maybe oh. two hours
0: yeah sure think so yeah
1: might as well, well i might <laughs> i might i went to i've been to watch a i football mean that's game the closest i was gonna
0: be to you right
1: correct yes um went to a football game at purdue uh when southern played there um oh i forgot about that that would have been 20 i think that was the year i was back doing radio maybe so 2013 the 2013 season i guess so i've not been back been back to that uh campus really since then so i've driven through it driven around it but you never know maybe maybe i'll be looking for something to do on saturday if you want to lafayette
0: yeah, if you want to see him play this year, I think that's your best option. Unless you want to drive back to Champagne, I got some tickets that you can <laughs> that will be available if you want. Um, so yeah, All it's three thirty Eastern on Saturday. Purdue's two and one. Illinois is one and three. Um, I did see today that Purdue's best player, David Bell, wide receiver, is in concussion protocol, so his status is in question for Saturday, which would be a boost. To Illinois because they can't defend the pass, and that would really help um, help their defense. Uh, Jack Plummer, I think it's his name, their quarterback. Yes, going for 745 yards in three games, seven touchdowns. Uh, their leading rusher has only has 126 yards and one touchdown. Very similar to Chase Brown's stats, so um, it could be a good one. The line is Purdue minus 11, so Purdue's an 11 point favorite, which kind of seems high to me. I didn't expect it to reach double digits. Um, but here we are, over under set at 55 and a half. What are your expectations? Are they are they higher or lower after Friday night's loss to Maryland than they were going to be?
1: Higher or lower in what regard? Are my expectations? Your ex- yeah, your expectations. Higher or lower? Yeah. Um I think my expectations are that um, for Illinois, they're probably a little higher, but I think Purdue might be a little better than I was thinking too. Yep. Um, Cause they played with Notre Dame a little more, ended up being a couple touchdowns maybe by the end, but um, they played with Notre Dame a little bit more than I was expecting. Granted Notre Dame is also the team that almost lost to Toledo the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what they are either. Yep. Um, but I think it's probably probably about the same, honestly. Um, yeah. We'll just have to see what what Illinois is going to – what they're going to bring to the table. Um, 11 points honestly sounds about right to me, um, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it, it, it could certainly be less than that. I don't think it's out of the question that Illinois could win the game, but yeah. um, I would say it's probably – 11 probably makes sense to me.
0: Did you see the contra- controversy with the Purdue drum? this weekend.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> and they they beat that horse to the ground. <laughs> Get it. Um on the broadcast. Like, oh my goodness. I heard Mike Tarico between the drum controversy and telling the audience that Jack Plummer is not related to Jake Plummer, although they're both from Arizona. Oh, he's I heard not? both of, No, I heard both of those oh. things 15 times during that game on Saturday. I thought he was. Uh no, he is not related to Jake no huh. no relation but uh yes the the Purdue drum thing was was definitely an ordeal but I did hear them also say that most teams most marching bands can't get their stuff through the Notre Dame tunnel because they have made that new tunnel for the visiting teams and they have to use that tunnel so most teams percussion groups can't get there. Purdue just made a big deal about it because they're it's been however many games straight that their drum has been there and all this stuff. And they still had it there. It was outside. It was at the tailgate stuff. I mean, whatever, but
0: yeah, I noticed the, the new tunnel at Notre Dame stadium. week one when they uh, played uh, Florida state, because Notre Dame runs out of their tunnel and there's a ton of room. And then they showed Florida state coming out of theirs. And it's one little tunnel that I don't even know I would fit through. It's like so small. So, um, yeah, I don't know that there's much else to say other than the game is Saturday at 3.30 Eastern. <laughs> Watch it if you want to. I don't, I mean, I don't have any special insight. I don't Viewer I don't discretion
1: know. is advised.
0: Viewer discretion <laughs> advised. It could be ugly, but um, we'll see. So I, I have I a question. I don't know. For the show, have, like, are we still on air here? Or are we on pause?
1: No, we're on air. Okay. This is a legitimate question for the show. Okay. When can, we start previewing? when can we start previewing basketball?
0: I actually thought about that today. I was like, doing I mean, like, I know like we're going to talk about
1: preview. We're going to talk about yeah. the Underwood extension, but like, yeah. when? When? Like, how early is too early? Like, how yeah. is how early is too early for me to put up my Christmas lights? And how early is it for me to start talking about Illinois basketball? Are those two around the same time, or or what? <laughs> is it like
0: <laughs> Christmas lights can go up the day after Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, Craig. <laughs> They'll be up before Halloween. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. Um I actually did think about that today that it's probably time to start mentioning some basketball stuff. Are we going to do like we're doing our Big 10 power rankings for football? Are we going to do like weekly bracketology? Ooh, that'd be fun.
1: That'd be fun. I don't don't think we want to do
0: a whole 64 team bracket. Well, no, (laughs) no, but we could do,
1: we could do like, you know, certain things No, we're not going to do the whole thing. And I don't think we need to do power rankings for basketball basketball, because they play throughout the week and it's not just sun Saturdays and all that, but yeah. um, Are we taking the show on the road to the big 10 championship game when they ultimately play in that um, in Indianapolis, the football team. No, our, the basketball team. I'm already looking ahead to basketball. I'm sorry. (laughs) Football's done yeah i'm over
0: yeah sure
1: okay if
0: it if i mean i guess i'm a little bit farther from indy now than i was in champagne but not that much not
1: not much no not much are you really further uh, i might be closer i might be i mean it actually. might be, it might be very close i don't know yeah. if you're that much further
0: yeah i'm just glad because indy gets like everything they get all the good games, so I'm still within driving distance of that. I think the final – no, final four was there last year. I don't know what the final four is. Anyways, we'll talk basketball a lot coming Bye. up because this, um, this football season is is going downhill fast. <laughs> Logan's holding up his Lou VHS Lou. that he won last week. Uh, other Big Ten scores, uh, Nebraska surprisingly hung with Oklahoma. I think they had a chance to win. Yeah, um, they did. Fell 23-16 to 16 at Oklahoma. Cincinnati – um, came back to beat Indiana, Indiana right? Correct. Yeah. Um, they ended up winning by 14, 38-24. Um, and then Michigan State, the surprise of the Big Ten. Holy they moly. Go to, they go down to Miami and beat number 24, Miami, 38-17. to uh, Three-score three game down there. Uh, Michigan has no trouble. Northern Illinois, Minnesota goes to Colorado, puts up a 30 spot and pitches a shutout. That was a good pick by Logan in last week's pick Uh Notre Dame, we mentioned, beat uh, Purdue by 14. Iowa oh, beat Kent State. Ohio State struggled a little bit with Tulsa. They won by 21, but um, a lot of people thought it would be more. Delaware beats Del- – or um, Rutgers beats Delaware. Duke does beat Northwestern. Northwestern's really bad. Duke beats, beat, Duke beats them by seven. And then the best game of the night, uh, Penn State. Holds off Auburn twenty eight to twenty in Happy Valley. The whiteout. What do you think of the whiteouts? That That was fun.
1: You like them? Yeah, I don't mind them. You have an issue with them?
0: I just think they people make a huge deal about them, and it's just like, all right, they're they're cool, but it doesn't deserve a thirty minutes segment on College Game Day.
1: well, no, that's overblown. Yeah, but I mean, I don't have any issues with it. I mean, no, I don't have any issues. We were when we were growing up, paint the hall orange was like was like the the thing like they only did that they only like promoted that like once or twice One a year game. yeah yeah i mean it obviously everybody usually wear orange anyway but i mean that's just but i mean yes they they do overhype it for sure but yeah i mean i still think it's cool i mean i don't have yep. any issues with it ready for your rankings yeah yeah how much
0: movement did you have i didn't have a whole
1: lot i had quite a bit in the middle okay that's where
0: mine is too is um
1: nothing at the top and the t- a couple few stayed the same towards the bottom but um my six through 12 got shuffled a little bit i guess so, i need to
0: i need to look up where uh i had everyone last week so uh you want to get
1: started who's your uh 14 spot i left illinois at 14 okay um they got a win again for me to i know northwestern hasn't looked good either um both teams lost this week. Um, I'm not opposed to putting Illinois up a spot, but they got to they gotta show me that they deserve it at this point. So I'm leaving Illinois at 14. Mine stayed the same as well,
0: but mine is Northwestern. So Northwestern is um, 14 for me. I think Duke's one of the worst FBS programs, and Northwestern went and lost at Duke. So yeah. no, I'm that's, keeping that's Northwestern totally fair. there. That's fair. Um, and keeping Illinois at 13 um, because I think they looked better than I thought they would. Yeah. Um, against Maryland.
1: So, yep. And I have, I had Northwestern 13. Again, I think those are fairly interchangeable, um, right yep. now. Um, but I'm, I just left it as it was just because neither of them really, neither of them won a game over the weekend. So didn't really feel like either of them really deserved to move. Anything change. Um, at 12? yeah, I need to load up though what I did in the past because I put it on here what my movement was but um i just i'm not totally sure it was right i have at 12 um i have them moving down a spot i know they won they beat delaware um but um yeah i have them moving down a spot let me pull up my from last week yeah so i had i had nebraska there last week um and i ended up moving nebraska up because they they looked really really promising against Oklahoma. So, uh, I have Rutgers moving down a spot to number 12.
0: Mine stays the same. I kept Nebraska at 12. Um, probably could have moved them up. Like you said, they looked really good at Oklahoma, but, um, Rutgers I think is, is
1: decent. So, um, kept Rutgers at 11 and Nebraska at 12. That's fair. Um, Purdue ended up moving down a spot to 11 for me. Um, Again, they didn't look half bad against uh, Notre Dame, but this was more of the team that almost beat the number three team in the country or whatever Oklahoma was. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's really, it was more of Nebraska. I moved up as opposed to the others doing anything to justify themselves moving down. So yeah, um, Purdue, I have at 11 and I have Nebraska at 10.
0: Okay. Okay. I respect it. I, like I said, after Illinois beat them, I think Nebraska is probably a top half Big Ten team. They're yeah, just the I think they the, probably are. the the program is just in such a weird spot right now. Um, so once once they yeah. weather the storm, I think they're probably a top half Big Ten team. Just um, I haven't seen all of it to move them up like you have, but um, yeah. I, I've got Purdue staying at ten. I think they've been at ten for me. Maybe I think the first week they were lower at eleven, but they're they're sticking around at ten. Uh, put up a good fight uh, against Notre Dame last week. Uh, to uh, number nine. who you got at number nine?
1: <laughs> I have Indiana. and this is a lar this is a long fall, yeah, um, for where I had them to start the season. And it's it's still early. Things could certainly change for Indiana. And I know that Cincinnati is a pretty darn good team that they just lost to. Um, but some of these other teams have won more games and have done a little bit more than what Indiana yeah. has. Yeah. I mean, I know they've lost to some ranked teams, so that's unfortunate for them that that's who they've had to play against. But it is what it is. Um, I have Indiana moving down two spots. to Number nine. I have a moving down
0: three from seven to wow. Uh, okay. or no, no, sorry. Sorry. Moving down two. We're on nine. I thought we were on 10. Moving down two nine. from, from seven to nine. Yeah. Same. Uh, I mean, I think they played pretty well against Cincinnati, but they did lose and they're now one and two, uh, both losses by double digits and their wins against the FCS school. So, so yeah. Um, falling from four to nine for me from the start of the season. Yeah. Um, yep. number eight. Hmm,
1: excuse me. Um, Maryland. I have Maryland. That's where I had them at last week too. Um, yep. They got a big 10 win. Granted it was against Illinois. um, But I'm leaving them there for right now. There's, there's some, I'm not, there's a few teams I'm just not really sure about right now. Um, But I'm just going to leave them at eight uh, and just kind of see what else happens. Everything around them has been more or less of what a team has done or what a team hasn't done for Maryland. It's just, I think that's just where they're at right now.
0: Yeah. I misspoke. I had Indiana at eight last week, so I only dropped them one spot. Okay. Um, nine I was looking at yours that dropped two spots um so we are on number eight that's where I have Maryland as well they are down two spots I moved them up to six last week after beating Howard what was I doing I was infatuated with the 60 burger that they put up on Howard and thinking that their offense was best in the country um, but yeah they are three and zero. they haven't lost but um haven't really played anyone although they did beat West Virginia who had a upset win um over fifth number 15 Virginia Tech this week um, but yeah, they're
1: number eight, number seven.
0: Lucky number Minnesota. seven.
1: I have Minnesota.
0: Yeah. We're starting um, to get a lot
1: of the same between both yeah. of us here. Now this is unfortunate. This is another one of those things. Minnesota actually moved down a spot for me. Got, mm-hmm. Granted, they went on the road and put up 30 and shut out Colorado. Yeah. I still have the moving down, but again, this isn't necessarily because of what they did. It's more or less yeah. what the other team that I'm about to say did yep. do. Yep. Um, more so than that. So I have Minnesota in that spot, uh, right now. I have the same as
0: well. I think our one through nine are going to be very, very, very similar. Who you got at six.
1: Uh, That's Michigan state. Yeah. Same. That's the, that's the surprise team right now. They're three and oh. they just, as you talked about went on the road to Miami, a ranked Miami team, um, and beat them. Uh, they are now ranked themselves. Um, I mean, not there's, there's not a lot has changed for either of us really. Um, But Michigan state is, I think better than what we thought and Indiana is, is a little lower than what we thought. Everything else is kind of interchangeable in a lot of these spots, but I think those are the two so far this year that we've both been, that have been a little swapped for us.
0: Yeah. Michigan started the year at number 13 for me. And they're also up to number six as well after uh, knocking off Miami Uh, top five. Any changes in the top five for
1: you? My top five did not change. It did not at all. I left it all the same because I had Penn State up at two last week, and you had Iowa, and I left Penn State up there because they beat Auburn. So my one through five, five is Michigan, four is Wisconsin, three is Iowa, two is Penn State, and one is Ohio State.
0: My top five did not change either, but I did keep Iowa at two. Um, I don't know why. Probably should have moved Penn State to two because they beat an SEC team, but I'm going to leave that's Iowa. That's the same thing that I felt two. last
1: – that's the same thing I felt last week. I should have – probably should have moved Iowa up. and I almost did it this week, but they they beat Auburn. So yeah. I left them there.
0: Yep. So top five stay the same for us. Uh, we'll get these graphics out and put them wherever we put them. Tweet, I think, whatever. Um, let's move on to the picks now. Um, we have another new leader in the clubhouse. Logan has taken over the lead once again from, from me. Uh, I went 12 and four last week. Logan went 14 and two only missed two games last week. Can you name those two? That's that what's miss? up. No. Uh, did I, Colorado? Pick, I
1: did You. Yeah. I knew Colorado was one of them. I don't remember where the other one was.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't either. Do I was just looking at them? it, but no, not a big deal. Um, um, you went four and zero on your non-conference games. So, you went 10 and 2 on your big 10 games. Miami. Uh, Oh, yeah. We both picked Miami. Yeah. 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 So, you missed Miami and Colorado. Uh, I think I missed BYU beating uh, Arizona State, Miami beating Michigan State. Uh, I had Auburn beating Penn State and Northwestern beating Duke. So, those are my four losses there. So, Logan is 40 and 16 on the season. I'm 39 and 17, albeit these are not against the spread. Which uh, would be a lot harder and be a lot more gauge of how well we know the sport. Um, these are just straight up winners. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, that's where we stand heading into technically week four, right? Yeah, technically week four because it's still the fifth game. Yeah. So let's start with the national games as we have every week. SIU is first. These up. national
1: games suck, Craig.
0: The, oh, the slate's awful slate the slate is awful i thought it'd be better because we were getting into some conference play um i literally just i think we're going to do siu every week and then probably pick one game from each of the power five conferences which is what i did this week the pac 12 games are pardon my french cover your kids ears dog shit (laughs) it's a terrible (laughs) week in the pac 12 although that conference isn't very good other than oregon i don't think um, so we're going to start with SIU it's kicking off Missouri Valley conference play against the rivals. Illinois State makes the trip to Carbondale. Illinois State 2-1 and one against number 8 SIU, who's also 2-1. and one. Um, Might go to this game. Um, I haven't been to an SIU game since uh, I left Carbondale in 2012, I don't think. So been about 10 years since I've been back. So I might go this weekend. Uh, Logan. Really? You
1: did yeah, to make the trip?
0: I might make the trip. Uh, I have to go back to Champaign to work Friday and I might swing down south on my way back and stay and hit the game up with my dad, which I haven't asked him if he wanted to go yet. But yes, he asked, he, he asked <laughs> he if just I was going out. last week. <laughs> yeah. He asked if I was going last week, uh, Saturday. And I said no, I'm going back. We got we had the Louisville thing. But um, yeah, I'm thinking about going because I don't want to I kind of want to go now when it's still fairly nice out. I don't want to go in late October or November when right. it's cold and all that.
1: So so yeah, I might make the trip. Uh, see the dogs. Good call. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Southern. Um, I think they are, they are one of the better teams in the FCS. Um, You just never really know with the Valley. Um, So, I I mean, I could see a variety of things happening, Um, but until they give me a reason to not pick them, I'm picking Southern.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I think, I think so as well. I think they're a top three team in the conference uh SIU is um Illinois State had a down year last year uh, and then they quit on their season and screwed the rest of the conference I, I freaking hate Illinois State um I but yeah I, I'm taking SIU as well I think um I think Nick Hill's got a good thing going uh down in Carbondale all right let's move on to that to the FBS now we're going to start with that shitty Pac-12 conference
1: there's was a better matchup State- there was a better matchup in the in the Pac-12 that you didn't pick <laughs> Really? I thought I, I just looked them. at it. I mean, it's slightly better. At least it's a ranked team playing so a team of two and
0: one. Also, part of my thinking on this was these are two schools that we haven't had on yet. Okay, sure. That's
1: fine. We <laughs> can switch it. We can I switch. Don't it. Care. We can pick I was just them. looking at this. I'm like, okay, I mean the UCLA and Stanford are, are playing. I mean, UCLA is ranked and Stanford is two and one. And the, the games you have us picking are Washington State and Utah. It's fine. I'll pick whatever, and I'm still gonna kick your butt. But okay, I just wanted just wanted to put that out there. Like there probably was a slightly better game you could have chosen. I'm trying to be all inclusive. Whatever. Here. I'm gonna Give take us... Utah. I'm taking Utah. I'm taking Utah at home. I'm leaving the door open for you to take Washington State. Go I ahead. Want
0: to take I want to take Washington State just Go for ahead. the sake of the show. Go ahead. But, but I don't think they're gonna win. Okay. <laughs> never mind Um, i'll take washington state though just so we have we have some differences because i think a lot of our big 10 picks we might have the same big 10 picks for all 12 of them or 10 of them however many there are because the games there aren't very good either so i'll take washington state just so we have some differ differing here um acc slate isn't very good either um wake forest is one of the few might be the only three and O school in the acc um, and they travel to Virginia, who's two and one, and, and put up some huge numbers against UNC last week, um, and then a week prior against Illinois as well. Do so you have uh, the
1: Deacons or the Cavaliers? I'm going to take the three and O Demon Deacons. Okay, I'm going to take them on the road. I think Virginia is probably the better team. Yeah, but uh, I'm just going to ride with ride with the team that hasn't lost yet. Wake Forest.
0: A lot of logic to that, but I'm going to take Virginia.
1: I think Smart their man. offense
0: is really, really good. Um, Smart and I don't know that wake forest, is a three and O team. So, so we cancel out each other there. Uh, great. again, big 12 slate, not great, but we're going to go with Texas tech three and O three and Texas tech red Raiders at Texas. This game is in Austin. I believe every game is on campus except for Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Okay. I'm going to take Texas.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure how good they are. Um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Longhorns. I am as well.
0: I'm gonna take Texas as well. Um, I I thought I read something that Texas Tech was supposed to have a really down year this year, and they're three and O. So I don't know where this came from. If they're overperforming or if their schedule has just been really really bad. Um, they Although- beat they beat Houston, Stephen F Austin, and FIU. So not great competition. But uh, I could they are see. 3-0.
1: Texas Tech just being flat out pissed off at Texas for leaving the conference, and just for leaving the conference. But uh, no, I'm, I'm still gonna take Texas. I am as
0: well. I am as well. It is in Austin. I just looked. It is at uh, in Austin for the Longhorns. Um, who did who beat Texas? Arkansas. Arkansas beat Texas, which I was surprised. And speaking of, that is our SEC game. There is a really good SEC game this year, this week. Number seven Texas A&M three and m 3 0 goes. Into Fayetteville, number sixteen, Arkansas. Arkansas ranked number sixteen in the country. They are a three and zero as well. Logan Lee, who you got?
1: I'm gonna be in Fayetteville in a few weeks.
0: They oh, yeah? probably don't have
1: a home game. Let's see. Um, when are you gonna be there? I'll look it up. Right. I, I think I've already looked it up, but I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm not they sure play Moves... Alabama or something. Oh my god, uh, that would be. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm taking Texas A&M. Um, right. I think they're the better team. I know it's at Arkansas. Um, but I'm gonna take AM. When are you gonna
0: be in Fayetteville?
1: I'm looking up the schedule, darn it. You oh, already have okay. it pulled up, I'm sure. I I did, yeah. Uh the weekend I'm going to be there. They it's at Little Rock. Oh, they're understand. playing their
0: game at Little Rock. I think once one, I think once a year Arkansas plays at Little Rock
1: instead of Fayetteville. Well, that's the weekend that I'm gonna be there.
0: Oh, that sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, Who okay. do they play? I'm I'm uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Oh that UAPB. Sucks. Yeah, that's not okay. going you're going on their one non SEC <laughs> week. That's I'm not gonna have time for a football game anyway. Um, um anyway, okay, you're I'm going taking A M.
0: AM's without their quarterback. Their starting quarterback is out. Um, so they're to their backup. AM is a five and a half point favorite. Give me Woo Pig Suey. I'm going to wow. take Arkansas. I'm going to take okay. Arkansas. They got, they got something good going on down there. Texas AM, I feel like, always has these high expectations. And then they have a game where they're like, you probably shouldn't lose, but you lose. So I'm going to say it's this week. I'm going to take Arkansas. All right. Those are our five national games. We'll probably try and keep it somewhat similar in the future. Have a SIU game and then the other four, um, one game from each of the other four power conferences, unless the God. SEC has like three really good games.
1: You got to mention the belt. You got to mention the belt. Oh, yeah. The belt. The belt. Alabama the still line. has the belt. Florida could not take the belt away. Alabama plays. <sighs> against southern mississippi oh that's what I was, say. I was gonna
0: tease it like alabama might lose the belt this week but they're not going to because they play no.
1: southern mississippi no alabama keeps the belt but that's not what all right pick's.
0: <clears throat> moving to the big 10 bowling green at minnesota
1: uh i picked against minnesota last week you did and it was definitely the wrong pick <laughs> i'm not gonna pick against minnesota this week i'm gonna take minnesota the golden gophers golfer over ball i'm taking
0: minnesota i'm taking minnesota as well um i picked them last week i'm a minnesota fan i know they're without mo ibrahim but um but i think they take care of Bowling green uh northwestern hosts ohio ohio is oh and three northwestern is one and two
1: is this the fighting john grosses
0: used to be yeah that's at now he's at i was in a different school that we're gonna pick here in a little bit i forgot about that
1: (laughs) um northwestern he's doing doing really well at akron too now uh northwestern they are not the best team in the big 10 they might be the worst team in the big 10 but i think they'll beat ohio i'm taking the cats i agree johnny soul um
0: Okay, I thought it said they're a five-point favorite, but they're a 15-point favorite, Northwestern is. I'm taking Northwestern as well. Um, I think they uh, finally get back on the winning side of things in I about said East Lansing, but they're in Evanston. Um, Correct. The team, team Illinois lost to, the team Illinois lost to last week, Maryland, hosts Kent State, who played – who did they play last week? They played a Big Ten team last week as well and lost. Um,
1: Iowa? Got the –
0: yeah. I think that's right. That is, that remember. is correct. Uh, Kent state or Maryland, Maryland, Maryland. Do they cover, do they cover 14 and a half?
1: Ooh. Yes.
0: I think they do too. I think they score a lot more this week than they, than they were able to Yes. Um, against Illinois. So I'm taking Maryland as well. Uh, the 14 point favorite at home. Uh, here is the right. No, we're not, not quite there yet. Indiana who were both kind of they're they're a little bit of a sinking ship here they go on the road at western kentucky
1: are you going to this game hell no okay (laughs) um i'm gonna take indiana i just think they're gonna get it figured out at some point and they got to start somewhere And western kentucky seems like a a good opportunity for them to start to write the ship. I don't think they're as good as we thought we would, they would be. Uh, I don't certainly, they're not as good as their Cinderella story last year, Um, but they looked, they held their own against a a pretty damn good Cincinnati team um, for most of the game this past week. So I'm going to take Indiana. So Western
0: Kentucky averages 456 passing yards per game, 75 rushing yards per game. So their quarterback's going to need Tommy John or something you know, yeah. at the end of the year. He's just slinging it around there. Um, tough, it'd be tough for Indiana to go on a road at a small school like this. They are a nine point favorite. It's going to be tough, but I'm going to go with Indiana. I, I think, like you said, I think that they're not the Cinderella. We, that we saw last year, but I, I think they pick up a win uh, against the Hilltoppers and that mascot that no one knows what the hell he is. Now we are to the fighting John Grosses. Akron. This is the fighting John Grosses. Ohio State. Number 10, Ohio State. Akron, actually, take a guess at what the line is. I hope you're not looking at it, but guess what the line is for this game? 31
1: and a half.
0: You're three scores off. 49.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> the line is 49.
1: <sighs>
0: wow. <laughs> um, i'm, Let's just say I'm gonna take ohio, ohio state. state okay yeah both on ohio state moving on um another fcs school fcs number seven villanova one spot above our salukis at number six penn state any chance penn state gets the fcs upset treatment
1: i don't think it'll happen i think they're pretty good but i think if villanova was playing most other big 10 teams this week i think they'd have a good shot yeah i agree uh, but I just don't think it's going to happen with Penn State.
0: Yep, I agree. Penn State uh, all the way there. Um, no lines on those FCS games. Did you notice that? FBS no. versus FCS. There's not a line until like Saturday morning. It's weird. Why. Um, both on Penn State there. Uh, Colorado State at Iowa. Colorado State, a 23-point underdog. I'm going with Iowa. Yep, Iowa there for me as well. Like I said, I think all of our picks for the Big Ten might be the same, but just want to get them on record. Nebraska at Michigan State, number 20 Michigan State, their first game as a ranked team hosting Nebraska. What do you think?
1: (laughs) Do it. (laughs) I'm really thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it because I do think Nebraska is better than what we've seen. Um. I'm going to take Nebraska. Hey, I had it. I had Michigan state. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for them. Happy for Sparty that they've had this start that they've had. And I think it's certainly possible that they don't lose this game. Um, but man, Nebraska played really good. They played yeah. really close with, with Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take, I'm, gonna take Nebraska. I'm good. taking Nebraska. I'm going to take Nebraska. Sorry, Sparty.
0: I'll be completely honest. If you didn't, I probably would have for the sake of the show. Um I'm glad Nebraska. I I think I'm like I'm 50-50 on it, but I am I'm dating a Michigan State alum. So oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Kind of might need to pick Sparty. I roomed I lived
1: with a Michigan State alum for a year. Actually, okay, I take that back. He wasn't Michigan State alum, he was just a Michigan State fan. Um and uh so, I, yeah, I okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Nebraska. Okay, I like it. We're
0: differing there. Uh, Rutgers, uh, the, finally, I guess this is two Big Ten games now. Um, we're finally into some other Big Ten action. I feel like Illinois is the only team that's played a Big Ten game. Uh, Rutgers goes on the road at Michigan. Michigan is looking really, really good.
1: Yeah, All I'm three and Yeah, There's no way. Michigan takes this, I think. There's no way Michigan takes them. No, i sorry. That should have been um, – <laughs> there should have been a period at the end of that original <laughs> sentence to break it up. Um, Michigan. I'm taking Michigan.
0: Yeah, Michigan 18-and-a-half point favorites. Don't know that they cover. But, no, I don't um, think they cover. Michigan is – they're averaging 350 yards on the ground this year, which they've kind of shifted their philosophy a little bit, and I, I like the potential there. I like the potential the Wolverines have this year in the in the Big Ten East. Michigan, I think, wins this one over the Scarlet Knights as well. And then the big one, um, maybe the best game in the country this week, the Fighting Irish, the 3-0 Notre Dame Fighting Irish play number 18, Wisconsin, who had a bye last week. They were off last week, so they're one and one. Playing in Chicago. Notre Dame and Wisconsin in Chicago.
1: Maybe we should go to this one. Who you got, Logan? you know, they mentioned it on the broadcast, the the Notre Dame broadcast on Saturday, that teams, schools are strategically, and conferences really, are strategically placing by games in front of the weeks that teams play Notre Dame. And conferences are doing that intentionally because they can, and they want to give their their conference the best shot possible at beating uh, an independent and Notre Dame. So- because I think, I, I don't, haven't looked at it, but it sounds from what they were saying, several teams on Notre Dame's schedule the week before those games, the other team has a bye. With like uh, that being said, I don't think that either of these teams have looked particularly great to start this season. Right. Um, especially not compared to what I think they were projected. Um, Northwest, or sorry, Wisconsin, I think is good. I think there's certainly been debate over how good their quarterback is. Mm -hmm. um and they're going up against their former quarterback in this game there's a lot of storylines here um i'm gonna take notre dame
0: as you should as um
1: i don't know that that's necessarily as i should i do live in this town resident um (laughs) that is true it is it is my address um i'm i'm taking notre dame I, i just wisconsin i think they're better than what they've shown so far uh uh, but somebody has to win this game somebody has to lose this game and i think notre dame comes out victorious in soldier field on saturday not so fast <laughs> <laughs> <That's
0: good. laughs> i think notre dame has this even waiting for that actually no it just popped in my head literally <laughs> as you were saying it not so fast um i love lee corso so much um, Notre Dame has escaped, survive and advance all three games so far. In my opinion, Correct. I don't think they do it this time. I think Wisconsin yep. gets them coming off a bye week, um, fully two weeks to fully prepare for Notre Dame. I mean, no one knows Notre Dame's quarterback better than the team that he's facing <laughs> this week. Yeah. So, um, give me Wisconsin in Chicago
1: over Notre Dame. Nope. Those are all very valid points. I, I, I get sometimes it. Sometimes I make sense. Sometimes. sometimes. Rarely.
0: It's sometimes. probably less than 50% of the time, but sometimes I make sense. Um, and then finally, as we always do finish with Illinois, Illinois one and three at Purdue two and one the Illini pull the upset. Boiler up. Wow.
1: Boiler up. No, I, I don't think, is it even an upset? I mean, is it really an upset? I mean, I guess one team has to be a favorite, so I guess that's technically an upset. Yeah, so um, it is
0: an 11-point favorite. So if Illinois wins, that would be an upset.
1: Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Purdue. I just... Yeah. I don't think they're that far ahead of Illinois, uh, but again, I just haven't seen enough out of Illinois to really feel confident that they're going to win a game on the road, even against a team that's probably bottom tier, or close to bottom tier Big Ten. So I'm going to take Purdue.
0: Yeah, that's the smart play. I'm honestly debating it. Um, do it. Do it I for the content.
1: Think, I don't think I can,
0: man. Good I know gone. Purdue's probably without <laughs> David Bell. They have passed for 326 yards per game, so without him, how much does that change, or do they just have another guy to step in? I, I don't think Illinois does it. Um, I'm too down on them right now, so I'm, I'm going to go with Purdue as well. You're welcome, Derek Faber. There you go. You, you'll probably see Derek there. He'll probably be at the game. Maybe. I don't know. He's having a kid pretty soon, so maybe not.
1: Maybe not. Um,
0: yeah, I am I think I'm going with Purdue as well. So, what do we have? 15 picks this week? I don't know. 16 picks, something like that. So, there they no, are. We'll hard. get them out. Uh, we I normally tweet them out from uh, our show account um, 30 minutes before the first game kicks off. So, We'll get those out there. If you want to pick along with us, send us your picks. We'll uh, let you let you know how um, how you did against ours uh, on the show next week. Anything else? Football before we move on.
1: No, um, we're like three weeks into this. We haven't really hardly talked any NFL. I know. I thought about that. I don't know. I mean, I don't really need to. You kind of did a little bit at the beginning with the games yesterday, but uh, no, man, I'm good. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about, so.
0: Yeah, Justin Fields did get some run with the Bears yesterday because Dalton was hurt. Didn't look all that impressive. The, I think it's the rookie quarterbacks, man, that everyone was so hyped about him. Wilson threw four interceptions yesterday. Lawrence threw yeah. three week one. It's just it's hard to come in and make an impact. So I honestly like what the Bears are doing with Fields. He is the better quarterback, but let him and get they his feet know wet that. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let him get his feet wet. Um, So moving on to basketball, we had some big news Um, From the Illini basketball program, was it early last week? Tuesday of last week, maybe? Sounds right. Brad Underwood agreed to an extension, another extension, that keeps him in Champaign through the 2027 season, which this is only a one-year extension um, to the extension that he signed, I think, in March or something like that. Um,
1: But, yeah, he's locked in. Got to be excited. Are you excited? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I like Brad and I think that he's obviously leading this program into the right direction. Um, Recruiting has been positive. Um, They're, I mean, they're producing talent. They're bringing in talent. Um, You obviously want to see more, more wins in the tournament. Um, that's that's obviously yeah. got to be the next goal um yeah. you can't uh you got another what's on paper preseason looking like a top three seed maybe yeah. um you can't you can't really afford to have another early exit um this time around but um yeah i mean everything has been positive about brad um you, i mean i i think and i think it was i think it was brett Barons that pointed out the the stipulations with the the buyouts um, that uh, if they get super the buyouts are super pricey um, if a Big Ten team's trying to poach him so you're protecting yourself from that um, it's obviously going to be pricey for anybody but particularly a Big Ten team listen I mean you know Bill Self situations happen um, so I certainly yeah. you, know, you can't really rule that out but um, you know I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for Brad. I'm happy for the program. Uh, a lot of good things have come out of this. So let's keep it going, man. He seems happy. Yeah. He seems like he wants to be in Illinois. Um, can't blame him. So let's, let's keep it rolling. Yeah. So you mentioned Brett. Uh, he tweeted out
0: the, the figures here. Uh, Underwood is going to be yeah, Underwood is going to be paid 4.1 million in total compensation for this season, which is up from 3.8 million that he made last year. And his annual compensation rises to 4.5 million the final three years. Uh, and in the press release, uh, it said that that would put him in the top ten nationally among college basketball coaches. Uh, based I mean, on last does... year's, based on last year's salaries accrued by USA Today, I'm going off of Jeremy Werner's story, AlanaInquirer.com. If you want to read this, uh, Underwood. million would have ranked seventh among men's coaches last year so he's rising up
1: there in the pay scale and I think he deserves it so far. Does that place nationally like does that surprise you at all like when you see that?
0: Um, For the situation that Illinois is in no because I think Josh is like all right if we want to get to where we want to be we have to probably pay more than this job is. Cause I don't think Illinois is probably a top 10 job in the country where it's being paid at. No, but I think if you want to get to where you think you're going to be or should be, you need to pay more or else Brad would leave for another, yeah. another job. That's so, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but like I said, got to start producing in the postseason. Um, I don't think getting to the tournament is going to keep this fan base satisfied for very much longer. I think you need to get to the second weekend probably need to get to the second week in this year or else people are going to start wondering if you're the right man for the job um but yeah there there we go
1: um i know it's it's, crazy it's crazy how you have a 30 games long season and have all these successes and then it really comes down to just two games and if you can't win those two games then it's knives and pitch pitchforks and yeah like I yeah, mean, I get it. A, I, I'm one of those people, but it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Just, yeah,
0: if you're a top three seed and you get bounced the first weekend, everyone's like, yeah, knives and pitchforks. But if you're like a 12 seed sneak into the bubble and then you end up going to the Elite Eight, you're like a savior where you had a pretty average season. You just got right. on a four-game hot streak, you know? So um, I think I saw we're less than 50 days away from college basketball. So creeping up there. We'll talk more Let's and more go. about it as the, uh, as the year goes on. Uh, moving on to the next uh, and final sports thing on our rundown, uh, and this is all Logan. Um, the Ryder <laughs> Cup starts on Friday. Yes. Logan, what can you tell us about the
1: Ryder Cup? It's on NBC. It <laughs> 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 affects my job. Do you know uh, what it, it, it is? It's golf.
0: <laughs> so it's the USA versus Europe. Oh, I did um, know that. I did a know roster that. roster of twelve golfers, I think. 12 from the USA, 12 from Europe, and they play different golf formats. Like they'll play match play um, one day, then they'll play best ball one day and then a scramble. And then, and then the last day is individual matchups. One versus one. Um, It's kind of been a thorn in the USA side. They've only won twice since 2000. I think they've won. They've won twice of the two of the last seven. And they've only won one of the last four, I believe. So Europe has kind of dominated uh, this event. Um, the Previously, it kicks off, I think, Friday um, in Wisconsin. It's at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. Um, it was supposed to be last year. Um, Ryder Cup was supposed. To, used to be on even years. President's Cup used to be on odd years. Um, but being postponed now puts it where it originally started because before 9-11, it was Ryder Cup on even years. President's Cup on odd years, which it's back to now. Um, Then they postponed it after 9-11, and it switched to the other way. But, but yeah, it gets kicked off on Friday. I don't think any Illini are in it. The only one would be Dietrich or Peters, and I don't think think they were picked. So, uh, I know the USA has a qualifying. Like, if you win so many tournaments or if you're a top – X-ranked player, you automatically qualify for the Ryder Cup team. And then um, there are six captain picks. Yeah, so six qualifiers and six captain picks. Um, Colin Murakawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay were the automatic qualifiers. Tony Finau, Xander Schauffele, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, Daniel Berger, and Scotty Scheffler were the captain's picks. Um, how many of those names do you know? Three? Four? Yeah. 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 Um, let me see here. All right. Here's Europe. Casey. Yeah. No Illini players, but the U S captain is Steve Stricker. So there is an Illini tie there. Um, the U S team captain is former Illini Steve Stricker. Um, Phil Mickelson's a vice captain. So he's not playing, but he's kind of coaching the guys a little bit. So it's a fun event. Um, it's something that I want to go to eventually, um it was in chicago in 2008 at medina um and honestly if i was still living in champagne i might have made the drive up to wisconsin um
1: you're just all you just want to be all over the place this weekend
0: well if i was in chicago or if i was in champagne i would go there but if where was the other place i was gonna go oh well carbondale carbondale Yeah. yeah um you know, I got weekends off now and things are opening back up. <laughs> I didn't have weekends off for a long time. And then there was a pandemic. So, so now I have free weekends that I want to go do stuff before it gets cold. Um, so yeah, I don't have like a preview or anything. I, I just, it's fun. It's a really cool event because it's like, you, you hardly ever get these team events in golf. That's why I like college golf because there's the team aspect of it and high school golf and all that stuff. So, so it's fun. I encourage you to watch a little bit. Sundays are normally really fun because that's when it comes down to, to the wire and you're waiting on those last two or three groups to see wh- who's going to get the points and all that stuff. So so like Logan said, it's on NBC this weekend if you would like to like to watch. All right, uh, the Emmys were last night. Logan, this is your territory.
1: Sort of. That's yeah. uh,
0: not a good face, I don't think.
1: Well, no, I mean, I just haven't seen nearly as many of these tv shows i feel like i see less and less of them um every year um the oscars definitely my thing um i mean i still saw several of these shows Um, i mean the big winner on the comedy side was ted lasso i've already raved about it i love that show um Mm -hmm. it's it's incredible tv um so they they won i think they nearly swept the comedy awards um on the drama side the crown um, uh, won, won most of those. Um, I haven't been, I haven't watched The Crown. A couple shows that I've been meaning to get to that I never got to, uh, that did win. Um, King's, Queen's Gambit, yeah. Mayor of East Town, um, Hamilton. Hamilton finally came up victorious in yeah, the award. Win? Um, it won Outstanding Variety Special pre recorded. So the, um, it's not TV though, right? It was a movie. Well, but it it shouldn't, it's not, it's not an Oscar. I mean, it's not, that's the thing. Like I didn't really. It, so because Ham- it fit- Hamilton didn't belong in the Oscars and it wasn't in the Oscars. It's not, it's not a movie as in the broad sense of the word, it is a filmed stage production. Okay. So it did get nominated with the movies at the golden globes. Yeah. Um, it, this variety special thing that was up i mean it was up against like um bo burnham's thing was in that category um some like the the super bowl halftime show was in this category um just a bunch of random things um so it did win that it was up for several actor awards too it didn't win any of those um which didn't totally surprise me i was just happy to see it win something because i do believe it belong there granted that came out god that was so long ago yeah it just i just feel like this is still 2020 and i know that we're almost at the end of 2021 i just (laughs) yeah the last 18 months have just ran together in my life and it's just so incredible um but yeah i mean big the big ones obviously the crown ted lasso um yeah that that was real i i watched like the last probably hour or so of it um I was kind of flipping back and forth between that and football. Um, It was fine. I mean, it it seems in terms of the show itself, it seemed kind of back to normal. Um, It was more, it was a smaller place. They were indoors. I think Seth Rogen was like the first That's presenter. He made say. a made a comment about that, which I mean, whatever. I'm sure that everybody there was vaccinated and um, everybody that wasn't on camera, I'm sure, was masked up and everything. I mean, they've been doing this stuff for the last year or so, year or so anyway. I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that, it, 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 that did happen last night. Um, not really much else to say. Cedric the Entertainer was the host. Had no issues with him from what I saw. Uh, I'm sure that they were just probably wanted to change a pace from Jimmy Fallon or I guess James Corden since it was a CBS show. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's is it. Uh, like your goal
0: take. to host an award show at some point, or do you just like to critique the?
1: No, the- I mean I just. I mean I would like to be a talk show host. Yeah. Uh, um, but um, and you got your know. start right here on No One Asked Us. Sure. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> at one point I wanted to be a talk show host. I'm not sure that that's really a thing anymore. Um, I yeah. kind of shudder at the idea of being on TV again. Um, but uh, yeah, so I enjoy, I mean, I enjoy the Oscars, but that's mostly because I actually try to make an effort to watch most yeah. of those yeah. um, TV shows are just different. I just, I just don't get to all of them. Um, yeah. They obviously take a lot more of your time to get through a whole TV show. It was cool to see Wand division was nominated for so many awards i was hoping it would win a couple of them it didn't win anything last night it won some of the special effects type awards um, yeah. but none of the um elizabeth olsen paul bettany Catherine hahn they were all nominated they didn't know them won anything i was really hoping Catherine hahn would have won i mean yeah, I she was great she was great one division um yeah. but they didn't win anything um for that but uh but yeah that's that's the Emmys. um all I saw was
0: Rogan's comment. I didn't watch any of it. I saw Ted, um, I saw all the tweets that Ted Lasso was raking it in, but all I saw was Seth Rogan saying that they were told it was going to be outside, but in all reality, it was in a tent, which was technically outside, but the tent had walls on it, so it made it inside. So that's all I saw. Um, so that leads into this. Uh, it's a big TV week. For a who? Couple, for me.
1: Because of the <laughs> um, Ryder
0: Cup? No. First of all, Um, I finished season five of 24. So I'm continuing that trek onto season six. Season five was my favorite by far.
1: Oh, I know it starts this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so I'm two episodes into season six and like the cast, like there are just like these people pop up. I'm like, oh my God, they're in like, they're in 24. Cal Penn.
1: Yeah, forgot about it. 24
0: that. Regina King
1: is Ooh, in the first two that.
0: episodes of this. Okay. This season. So, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I've taken away so far. Season 5 was was really 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 good. Like I I probably watched the last half of that season. The last 12 episodes of that season, I probably watched in 2 days. I was just like give me more. Um, it's weird this season that wayne palmer is now president yeah that was i was like whoa what but um but yeah i just wanted to say that season five was the best season of 24 so good season yeah um and i'm on on to season six now so what logan figured out and i'll see if he's right what, what do you think i'm talking about
1: survivor survivor's back there's more big brother uh I don't know what else would be coming up that you'd be excited You're missing about. Missing the best one.
0: The Masked Singer. Oh my comes God. Comes back You're on. You're a Wednesday. Masked
1: Singer fan. Oh okay. yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about that. All right. I will
0: be I will be revealing some guesses every week on this show. I
1: cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this. I, I thought you might like that show. I mean, I've watched it from time to time. I don't tune in on it to it regularly. I'll watch things on YouTube, or my mom will text me, and she'll send me a link of one that I need to watch. Or I have nothing against it. I just I just never got into it.
0: So, I mean, Fox was pushing it so hard, whatever oh, it was, yeah.
1: three years ago.
0: And it was on right after something that we watched. Super Bowl. What? Yeah, probably, yeah. It was on it right debuted, after the Super Bowl. I think
1: it debuted after a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and so – I mean, we just left it on the whole time during the promos. We were both like, this is so stupid. Like, this is the stupidest show ever. And then after the first episode, we're like, oh, my God, I got to see
1: who this is. It's it's a show. So a lot of people give it a lot of crap. I mean, as I said, I don't really watch it, but it it is a fun show. I mean, from what I you know, the clips I've seen, I've watched I've watched plenty of of performances just on YouTube. But yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I get that. That's that's it's fun. I understand. I've got a decent track record. Are you excited about? Um, I'm pretty good about about Survivor. I'll get there.
0: I'm I'm pretty good about the uh, the athletes. Like, what? Nothing. Go on. Um, Gronk was on there, and there was like two clues, and they had 87, and uh, there was another one, and then I heard him sing. I was like, that's Rob Gronkowski, like no doubt in my mind. The other ones, the judges say suggestions, and I kind of go off that, but I'll probably get two or three every every season. But it's fun. There were a couple that like um we were watching football sat Sunday, yesterday, and Terry Bradshaw was on the Fox pregame. And I turned to Christy and I was like, Terry Bradshaw, one of the best NFL quarterbacks ever, Super Bowl champion, Fox NFL personality but i will forever remember him as being on the mass singer now. <laughs> so it's like those type of things and i'm like oh he was that character. oh, he was the robot. <laughs> like it's
1: it's just weird. did you um, guess Kermit the frog right?
0: no. no. <laughs> no, i did not. um christy was close. she said something about it. like they're throwing their voice or something. like that's they're throwing their voice. um but no I, d- I did not guess Kermit the Frog.
1: That was a weird one.
0: I d- yeah, didn't really like I didn't really like a, that one.
1: Yeah, that's a strange
0: one. I yeah. thought that was weird. But. but yes, Survivor also premieres the same night Wednesday night and I am so excited for that. Um it's a different it's different this season because um when they went and filmed it obviously they had to do a quarantine when they got there. And they could only be there for a certain number of days. So that quarantine took off their number of days of shooting. So if they wanted to shoot two seasons in the same time period, they had to shorten the number of episodes or number of days, number of days of the competition. So normally it was a, normally they were on the Island for 39 days. I think, I think it's 26 now. Um, So, so because of that, because they shortened it, I'm pretty sure that they've, made the conditions a lot harder or given or they're giving them less food or less supplies to kind of combat that 39 day stretch where you can where you need more food or whatever so so it's going to be interesting to see how man i hate that phrase i hate that i hate that i just said that i'm so mad at myself um for saying what it's going to be interesting to see oh because everyone says that yeah and I tried to avoid it and I just okay. said it. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm curious to see. <laughs> um, it's just going to be different and, and they have to do things different that, um, that could work and could not work. So, so yeah, that kicks off Wednesday. Um, I haven't seen too much other than that. That's different. I think it's still 16 castaways. I think it's 16, eight and eight, maybe, maybe nine and nine, 18. Um, but yeah kicks off Wednesday on CBS and I'm I'm really excited that's one show like we always talk about Big Brother how like, I think we could probably do that show like that's something that a normal person could do there's no way in hell that I could do Survivor as much yeah. as I would like to there's no way that I could do that
1: no no every season I think this will be the year I get back into it and I don't do it. I haven't watched Survivor since like season two, maybe season like four. So maybe, maybe one time I'll get back into it. Allison has me watching the, the challenge. That's, uh, oh, I haven't watched the challenge the, since high school. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the one that I've gone back to. I hadn't watched it in a long time. Um, but yeah, been, been back on that one. So yeah. Well, I, I look forward to all of your predictions from the Masked Singer. And all of your thoughts on Survivor. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm looking forward to it.
0: Christy already has a guest on The Masked Singer. Based on, like, haven't, hasn't heard a sing, but one of the characters this year is a baby. And she's like, Alec Baldwin. He's the voice of Boss Baby. I was like, okay, <laughs> maybe. We'll okay. see. We'll see. So, so we got that out there. Okay. Um, and as we do every week, uh, Big Brother. We're down to the final four now after a double eviction on friday um spoiler alert if you haven't watched last week's episodes tiffany was the first member of the cookout voted out and then a surpri- in a surprise double eviction hannah left the house aza won hoh she was hoh for a full two hours <laughs> and her uh, victim it didn't, was it didn't go hannah. very well for her
1: <laughs> no yeah no I... what do you think i i um it's unfortunate for tiffany and hannah because i do think that they were two of the best three players probably left in the house definitely two of the top four um yeah uh the tiffany thing was it was going to have to happen at some point um i knew at some point they were going to start taking shots at each other and she was probably going to be the first to go the hannah thing is unfortunate um I know Aza and the, her DRS tried to play that off like that was part of what she wanted to do. I don't think that was smart on her end. I don't think she's a favorite no. to win this game by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think that her chances are any higher um, by getting rid of um, Hannah. Um, I mean, granted, a lot of that came down to you know whoever won power veto. It's not quite as important as this week's power veto. Um, but I mean, ultimately um, when there's only five people, like that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, we have four people left who I think two of them are definitely deserving of being there. Um, I don't really have anything against the other two. They just, you know, they just haven't really done much, but that's always the case. I mean, very rarely ever in big brother or like the four best players at the end, like yeah, for us to have four of the top, I mean, four of the better players to make it to the final six i think was probably a you know a pretty pretty good feat um and i mean i don't want to get we're obviously not going to spoil what's happened um before we see the show because we didn't we we got a show friday but not a show sunday um so i, I don't want to get too far ahead of it but um we'll just see i mean i think there's a clear there's a clear favorite in this house i think we yeah. most likely to win um yeah. i think he Uh, now especially now that Tiffany and Hannah were gone I think those were those were the clear competition um that that Xavier had left in the house I mean Kylan has obviously won a lot of won several comps Um, we'll see um I I is obviously going to come down to, to the jury I was I I love when jury when jurors aren't bitter and from what we've seen in the jury house so far in, the, in yeah. the segment we got on Sunday or on Thursday, um, they don't seem to be, seem to be better. So yeah. at least the ones that are there now, they, they get it. They, they understand now that it was kind of, they kind of figured it out. Yeah. Um, I don't really know like the logistics about who figured that out and when they decide to actually reveal it. I don't know. Um, but the, the jurors eventually figured out that there was the, that the cookout alliance exists they don't know that yeah. it's called the cookout but um but i you know i'll i'll be happy if if most of them are, are just not bitter when they're voting for the winner at the end because yeah. i just hate when that's the case yeah so. as far as the jury
0: I, I think it was like a not a snowball effect but it was like one person figured this out and then another person said something else they're like oh my god yeah this is yeah. happening and it just kind of it kept piling on and then they were finally like oh my gosh how did we not see this so yeah. so genius gameplay by the cookout um, as far as tiffany goes she won that second hoh that was her everyone all the other five members yeah. of the cookout i i knew when she won that i was like she's gonna be the first member of the cookout to yeah. leave because they were all bitter about that yeah that was and, and- she said that
1: Yeah. And I don't want to say that that was like the defining reason. um, But it was definitely a a big factor um, because somebody, somebody was going to have to go first. And as I said, a week or two ago, I mean, it was pretty much going to be Kylan and Xavier taking shots against Tiffany and Hannah. Um, I mean, really to see who, who would be the first, first couple to go. And it ultimately ended up being, you know, the guys that got the better of that. So yeah um yeah down to four now uh we will get an eviction on thursday get down to three and then the finale will be on wednesday of next week so
0: if I, i'll say down. this i'll say this right now if the final two is aza and Derek f i will never watch another episode of the show i don't see that happening i don't either but if for some reason well, somehow well, that no, happens, i
1: shouldn't say that i shouldn't say that I don't think it's likely, but I also don't think it's entirely out of the question because those, those two, n- those two know what they suck. can't
0: beat Kyland and Z- yeah. Xavier. Yeah. So, so if they have the choice, they're kicking those two guys out and it's going to be those two. And I will never neither of another. them
1: have, neither of them have won much. Um, and as showed,
0: as showed that when she did win something, she had no idea what she was doing.
1: Yeah. That person's going to have to win two competitions in a row um to to be able to choose who they want to take with them so one of those two would have to win two competitions and i just don't know if i see it happening i mean yeah. whatever the endurance comp derek's definitely not winning um yeah. so then uh, i don't know i just yes it's certainly it's certainly on the table but and i would be i'll be a little disappointed if that's the case as well because i don't yeah i don't really have anything against either of them um derek less more so than Aza, but uh, yeah, there are a lot better players in that house that would have been they'd be more deserving to be there at yeah. the final two. One word answer. I have two questions for you. One word okay. answer. Who do you want to win? Xavier. Who wins? Xavier. Okay. I, I just, I don't really see it going another way. I think if, yeah. he's, if he's in the final two, I don't think there's any chance that either of the other two beat him. Yeah, Derek. Derek may get a, a, a vote or two, uh, but honestly, looking on it, I don't know who's gonna vote for Aza. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, I mean, Kylan maybe. Um, I don't. I just don't see it. I think if yeah. as, if Dave, if Xavier's at the final two, I think he wins. Yeah, I agree with um, so you on both of
0: those. He's but the HOH
1: this week, so
0: yeah, I H-O wouldn't be upset if Kylan won. I think he's played a pretty good game yeah overall so i wouldn't be upset with that all right uh, another long episode logan you got anything else
1: no i think we're good i think we've talked about plenty today
0: yeah all right that's episode uh, 32 in the books 32 down 683 to
1: go wow <laughs> where'd that number come from that would be uh um, 12 years of us doing a podcast
0: are you 13 sure 13 years of us 683, mm-hmm. right over yeah. Six hundred and eighty three divided thirteen point one three four six
1: one five four years. 13 years of 13 podcast. Years. Hey man, if we're if we're still doing this podcast <laughs> in years, and that's if we us. do an
0: episode every week.
1: Yeah. Kudos to us. Which we haven't missed man. yet. We haven't missed a week yet since we started. We've even baseball. had a two a two episode week.
0: Yeah, when Logan was crying himself to sleep over all of his favorite baseball players. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. That's episode 32 of Know What Asked Us. We'll be back again next week with episode 33, recapping an uh, Illinois-Purdue game. we probably looking ahead to some sort of basketball stuff, and, and who knows what else comes up this week. I'll have a review of Survivor and The Masked Singer, and I'll have every single answer for who's on The Masked Singer. I cannot
1: wait. <laughs> I am super excited for this.
0: Be sure. Look out for it next week. Probably uh, Tuesday. We're going to these on every Monday. So probably on Tuesday morning. Thanks for listening. That's episode 32 of No One Asked Us. Bye. <laughs>